for the next season So I'ma keep working while they still sleeping I've been in the field, working all day Tilling up the ground, trying to cultivate Cutting like a crab grass, why they always say I don't even know, I'm just waiting on my break I've been working all day, all day, all day All day, all day, I've been working all day All day, all day Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Coming to Right podcast. We are so excited that you're here. <laughs> My name is Scott Smith. Scott Smith. <laughs> Hopefully, Scott you got me. that the second time. It's good to meet. Uh, <laughs> and I'm here me. with the wonderful co hosts of this wonderful podcast, DJ Jaffields, aka Dan Jaffe, and uh, Joshua Schaefer, aka <laughs> Bring It On. Bring It Schaefer. On. Release what it. In the gut. Ooh, Daddy, deep cuts, deep cuts, <laughs> big crone. When to get? When to get? <laughs> Disease-ridden <laughs> bowels. Can, can I just tell you? I thought about saying cronies, and I was no. like, like get really offended, Daddy. So this I man is with crawling with inflammation. <laughs> uh, for those of you who have no idea what's happening right now, Joshua Schaefer does have Crohn's disease. <laughs> love him. I hate that. That's part of the intro. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really important that you know that about it's him before listening. Uh, but there's this phraseology that happens in our community called what in the gut uh, oh, yeah. because there's a lot of fun things that happens whenever you have Crohn's <laughs> disease. Well, yeah, we might talk yeah. about that on another Dog, episode. I love that that is your Instagram for your like Crohn's page. What, what like, in the gut? Because the original what, what reference, is, you redeemed it. You redeemed I it. I did, right. I said, what, what in the gut? I said, what, what in the gut? You might have to check that page out. <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, we're so excited that you guys are here. This is episode four. Uh, very, very fun. Hey. Um, we had episode one. We came in. We started talking about origin stories. Episode two, we talked about Aaron, one of the team members, a.k.a. Able Music, hey. and his bachelor party weekend. Mm-hmm. That was kind of there just as like caricatures of who we are, right? We wanted right. to give you a taste of who we are through um, the vehicle of story. Mm-hmm. And then we had episode three just this past week um, where we talked about what RIPE actually is, like what it does, all of the different entities and how we play a part yeah. in a lot of those things um, right on. on this podcast as well as the other people that are part of our team. And so now that brings us here to episode four. And we're going to go a little bit different of a direction. Yes, we're oh, going to yeah. talk about RIPE again, <laughs> but in a very different way. And we hope that this is an invitation in um, to all of you who are listening, because I think what we're going to talk about today can be applied to anybody's life. Yep. Um, it can it can be something that you take into your own uh, like inner man or inner woman and apply <laughs> to the way that you engage the world around you. And what we're going to talk about is pretty much not what RIPE does, but what yeah, yeah, RIPE yeah. means. Uh, yeah. What ripe is like? What this word ripe? Uh, our call off at the end of every episode is you know stay ripe, everybody. Mm. Um, and a lot of people probably like I have no idea what that means. And so mm. you could go on Urban Dictionary and find a variety of different meanings there. <laughs> Yikes! Don't um, go there. Okay. <laughs> or you could go to Webster's or whatever else. But for us, we want to we want to define the word ripe for you. Talk about what it means to stay ripe, and mm. then um, you know maybe get into some some different pictures of what that looks like for us, what that could look like for you. Um, but that's, yeah. that's kind of where we're headed today. Does that sound good, guys? You guys yeah, sound good great. about that? It's amazing. So here we are with these two wonderful dudes. Wow. And um, let's, I guess, let's just begin by either of you, both of you. I would love to hear from both of you. 
what does ripe mean to you? Mm. Like when you hear that word ripe, what do you think about? Mm. Um, not in terms of our community, but just the word. What does yeah. ripe mean to you? I see like a nice blackened plantain. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do y'all eat plantains? Yeah. Oh, man. Only when Rick cooks them. Dude, plantains. <laughs> bruh. bruh. No, right, man. I just think of the fruit. Like it's ready to be it, eaten. Right. Ready to be consumed. Mm. That's really yeah. it. Not that deep. Dan? Yeah, not similarly like I think of I think of that and I think of and with that maturity um I think that like mm. dance so know, deep man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In season. Yeah, yes. dude, I just think mm. of like being mature in my faith. <laughs> <laughs> like I just Dan, think of just being built up in integrity and character and uh Bro. I was definitely like trying to take it like lighter, like oh yeah, let's just like goof dude, off about I, fruits. And then he's like, dude, it's like maturity, bro. And you're bro, I was right now. dude. It's the fruit that matures, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I was gonna take it for real. Thank you. Because okay. it's like you know, you can have, you can buy a bunch of fruit, but that doesn't mean it's ready. It doesn't mean you it's mm. it's ready to be consumed, like you said. So mm. it's important mm. to be aware of um, where you're at, yeah, where the yeah, fruit yeah. is at. Uh, you know, in in that stage, I think ripe. Uh, signals, you know, agriculture, yeah. farming, gardening, whatever, whatever, like growth, natural growth. And I think that, that that's often a powerful metaphor just for life. I think that's where the application really comes in. Yeah. Um, so it, it really brings my mind to that place. I'm excited to unpack that more. Well, yeah. What Scott? What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at like how deep Dan took this. This Dude, I took it way. I took it way deep, way quick. Yo, I'm like, yo, I literally had to pull back because I'm like, wait, I don't want to just just dive into my metaphor. Like, let's, Dude, he's so like, deep. like agriculture and growth. <laughs> you just no, have to play. You have to you know, sow your seed. It was just real. funny to watch like Josh do one sentence. Yeah, like, like this is my one sentence, and now Dan's like. Listen, here's my thesis. Listen, okay. listen. Jesus talks about. <laughs> Here we go. So people are now looking like, all right, Josh, like try to one up him. Are you going to go real funny or real deep? I'm like, bro. Uh, yo, if I can be honest, though, <laughs> I like low key didn't really know what ripe was. Like, actually, the word for like probably 18 years of my life. Like, I thought ripe meant it was overdone. Oh. Right? Because don't you like, I was like, oh, yo, this is like, or ripe banana. I'm like, oh, that sounds like it. That sounds like it would be like no good. Did y'all think that when you were younger? No, really. No. I have always known what the definition. No, of ripe dude. Is. I would always be like, oh, dude, I don't want like a ripe melon. Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. Because <laughs> I so thought that meant funny. like, yo, yeah. So it was a recent uh, revelation, actually, that the Lord <laughs> gave me in an open vision. I yeah. actually. I woke up from a, my, my, my quiet time. You know, yeah, I like to intercede. Dictionary.com was open when you woke up and, and the word ripe was just in there. He smacked <laughs> me in the face. All right, guys, it's so terrible. check this out. Um, just so the viewers know that I'm way deeper than Dan and more just knowledgeable, smarter, um, theologically more advanced. Better yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah. Better, better looking, looking. All around, just like I would say a better Position, dude. Just a cool, cooler guy. I'm, yeah, you know, dude, dude. Multi-instrumentalist. A dude's dude. Guys, <laughs> I'm really annoyed on my email. I have like Joshua Schaefer, band leader, multi-instrumentalist, entrepreneur. Like, shut no. up, dude. Bro, Stop. I need to find – you talked about how you also were like a CEO. I feel like dude. you just have so many titles that you just lay out for I people have so depending many. on who you're communicating with. Literally, bro. Like my, gran, he's grandiose terms. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my – no, no, no. Guys, Apostle here's a trick. Apostle Schaefer, daddy. Can I tell you the trick, guys? 
just whatever job you have, just create a resume for that job. Just like I do it all the time where I'm like, dude, it's so annoying. Like I applied for this like, um, manager position. And so on the top of my resume, resume, I just said, organizational leader. There you go. Definitely am not that, but like that just sounds great. <laughs> but I lead worship sometimes. That, that's that's what they're looking for. Just say it, dude. Just say it. Just say it. And then always put your homies as the, as the references, and then do right. good. Um, no, well, but we, let uh, me show. We Stop. went. Wait, you're gonna you're gonna show us how that I'm deeper. Can I show <laughs> that I'm yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. deeper? Exemplify it, please, please. So, come on. I actually know what the Greek rude. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Restart. Recreate. <laughs> Sometimes, guys, I talk a lot faster than I'm thinking, and I like just see nothing um, in my head. Do you guys feel that way? It's just nothing is happening, and I'm just yeah, talking. Bro. Yeah, I get all that. the time. Yeah, yeah. Guys, that's the best like trait to have on a podcast. Be like, yeah, dude, he just doesn't know what he's saying ever. <laughs> <laughs> dude, let's start a podcast, <laughs> guys. All right, come on, come on. I know what the Greek word for fruit is. Ooh, okay. What is it? But I don't actually know what the word is. I just know the definition. <laughs> I thought you were going to try to pronounce it. Um, ecclesia. Is it? <laughs> like ecclesia. The, like the, the like word ecclesia? for church? Is? No, no, no. <laughs> ecclesia. Are you serious? No, I'm ecclesia. not serious. Okay. I know the definition though. Listen. Okay. okay. The definition as according to Bible Hub is um wait did you just throw out the one greek word you do know and try to <laughs> a change? word that means church and he's changing he change the i was hoping no one would know <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't like think i most, said it right he was like ecclesia <laughs> hoping you'll be like dude yeah that sounds biblical yeah bro. yeah right and both of y'all were like that definitely means church like everyone yeah, knows that. we know this you one, mean right? ecclesia <laughs> yeah didn't even pronounce it right Okay, but guys, fruit means everything done in true partnership with God. Two life streams coming together. Wow. That's what fruit means. Wow. That's good. Come on. Ooh, come on, come on. Come on. Well, Did y'all feel I, that? Did y'all feel that? I, yeah. That feels good. I think everything, you're the deeper. The deeper dude, of the two. Guys, DM us. Deep, DM deep us. Wells. Who is deeper? Who is deeper? Yeah. Sound <laughs> off. Sound off in the... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like one of the main Bible verses, if we're going to keep it biblical, right? Let's do is, it. Is, you know, John 15, one, I am the vine, you are the branches. Yeah. And, you know, like if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. Yeah. And um, so I think that's the picture of what you're bringing up. If we everything done in partnership with God, it's like abiding in him, mm-hmm. remaining in him, <clears throat> staying with him. Yeah. You're going to bear much fruit. I think for me, whenever I think of ripe, I it's funny because we have this thing called Slack. Mm. I think we probably to Slack is a app yeah, yeah. Um, where we all connect. It's like, how would you, what, what is it, Dan? It's like a communication. <laughs> it's, yeah. App. It's like an organizational business communications tool. There's different channels. It just makes communications way more efficient when you're having like a multifaceted thing going. Yeah. See, yeah. I wanted him to answer that because now you know what it is. <laughs> to me, it's like, it's a thing on my homepage that I type into. <laughs> but we uh, we communicate on there about everything that Ripe does. Um, but Dan put in a little uh, like backdoor uh, cheat code or something that anytime <laughs> somebody would say, coming in Ripe, which mm. is the name of this podcast, 
Slack bot, which is like the computer bot version of Slack, yeah. would automatically respond, I'm ready. Let's do it. And so anytime somebody would put, hey, how's coming and ripe coming, you know, or like, what's new on coming and ripe? The, the Slack bot would just show up immediately after and say, I'm ready. I'm ready, baby. Which was hysterical to me because there's a song and everything else. But And it's um, funny how often it will come up too. So often. It's like, like it's annoying. Sometimes <laughs> it's in like all caps. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> And it's Dan like set this whole thing up. I thought I just like I don't know. I was like, like how does this thing know? <laughs> you like, thought it was just artificial intelligence? Yeah, like, I was like, AI trying, to is, trying to be part of the group. It's on a different level. AI, right now. AI is definitely about to get a lot more uh, intelligent than humans. Guys, yeah. can we talk about AI? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> we can definitely bring that up on another episode no. for yeah. sure. <laughs> I feel like everything. I'm just gonna keep going to that. Like next episode, we're yeah. gonna talk about this. <laughs> we're never gonna get to it though. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog. We water. might. You never know. Hot never dog know. water. No, we're not doing that one. I, I refuse to Because you're definitely the one that's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, every, every, everyone who brings it up is like Scott. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you in. pick me? Like I'm the least funny out of the three of you doing that. I, Scott. It would be much more enjoyable to have either of you do that. Than yeah. For, the, for those who are just tuning in who have, have no idea what we're talking about, there was a, on our Instagram a hot dog water post and basically, Scott denied the existence of commenting. And I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm. And then I made the comments be about who should drink the hot dog water. And, and Scott was the overwhelming favorite. And, That's not true. And, it was, oh, it was overwhelming. Overwhelming, dude. Overwhelming. Everyone wanted to see Scott drink the hot dog water. <laughs> no. They want- Here's who wanted to see Scott drink the hot dog water. Dan and his 72 Instagram accounts. That's <laughs> oh, that who wanted, is so that, true. That yeah. is who wanted to <laughs> One see Scott One point each. He has he has so many Instagram accounts. You, you don't even runs. know. I'm like that he was coming out of the woodworks with like fake burner accounts, That's just real. to troll and meme That's pages. Real. That's real. I'm a. It yeah, was I'm, just Dan. I'm actually an influ- <laughs> I'm actually a yeah. I'm a meme page admin. Very account. <laughs> no one knows which one it is though. You could go to the comments and probably figure it out. <laughs> Quantity over quality, always. Just a lot of accounts. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, I actually run Epic Christian memes. <laughs> what? Dude, what? the knockoff one though. <laughs> the knockoff one. Yeah, petty. Epic Christian, cream, Christian memes underscore. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like oh, the one with literally no followers. <laughs> All right, this is a heavy right, tangent. Go, go back. back to Slack. Yeah. Every time we say coming to ripe, it says I'm ready. And why I bring that up is because that's actually the word that comes to mind for mm. me when I think of ripe. I yeah. just think of ready. Um, ready Let's to do. be consumed, ready to go, ready to be yeah, eaten, yeah. ready to be picked. Mm. Um, it's like now, you know. Right. Um, it's funny because one of my like old school spoken word pieces that I wrote way before ripe even existed mm. as a company was um oh my gosh i'm like blanking right now uh it's believed that god's plan is already occurring while mm-hmm. simultaneously is about to begin yeah, believe yeah, yeah he's called you can believe he's called you into an ongoing relationship with him whatever but that idea of like god's plan mm. not drake's god's plan but like really <laughs> god's plan and his involvement in the world and yeah. in our lives yeah like he's constantly like creating um, Kairos. So yeah, there you yeah. go. There's a word for you, Josh. Oh, gosh. Why? <laughs> uh, like, which is this idea of like a, a break from the normal Kronos, Kronos, mm. chronological. Like there's this Kairos moments, these special moments where mm. God is doing something unique, where something that's happening in this moment in time is going to shift what happens after. Yeah. Right? And so to me, I'm like, that's right. Like, right. Mm, yeah. 
constant kairos. Yes. Mm. You know, like where Stoke. God is always able yeah. to do something unique and change the narrative. Dude. And we just got to be ready. Like we got to so be right. Yeah. For that. So I love, that's what I think about. I love that you brought that up, like the Kronos versus Kairos thing, because that's mm. been like so fundamental in my understanding of like what I do in life, because like Kronos is like what we're used to, like, you know, AM, PM, like clock in, clock out. But Kairos is, is centered around the quality of time, like the quality, what you're actually doing. Mm. It's not defined by the time. It's not defined by the literal like hours in a day, but it's defined yeah. by like being in the right being exactly where you need to be doing exactly what you need to be doing yeah. at that moment in time. So it, it, the impact stretches way more than anything else because you're completely in alignment. And I think that even mm. speaks back to what you said, like the definition of fruit is like, yeah, uh, like two things coming together and like, you know what I mean? Like it's right. being completely aligned and that that's, that goes hand in hand with being ready. You need mm. to be aligned to be ready to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real. How do you guys feel like, you experience being aligned is that a hard thing i'm I'm sure it's a hard for a lot of people a lot of people struggle with that thought of like yo am i am i where i'm supposed to be am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing there's a yeah, lot dude. of like self-doubt there's a lot of uh uncer- you know uncertainty yeah so how do you guys practically you know with your faith or just with your professional lives like you know have a sense of alignment where you know that you're right where God wants you to be. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're living out your call. How have you guys found that or are kind of wrestling with finding that? Yeah, man. It's good. I was wrestling with that like yesterday. For <laughs> yeah, real. Literally this morning. <laughs> for real. Cause for dude, sure. I, yeah, man, I, I was wrestling with it yesterday and um, I actually ended up reading. We're, we're about to get biblical. I'm sorry. Like, Oh, let's ooh, go. Oh, I was reading James one. Mm-hmm. Um, where he says, I'm sorry, I'm taking a little bit to get here. No, take your um, time, dude. Um, I'm just going to read. So like hard season, I'm just gonna leave it at that hard season of life last few months. Mm. Um, it, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, this is James one, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was like the big conviction of me yesterday. Yo, can we just talk about the fact that Dan should probably do an audio book? <laughs> oh, I was, man. I felt I was like glory. lost in that. Yeah, yeah dude. I, <laughs> yeah, it hit me so hard yesterday because I felt like I was not fully believing. Like, you know how God will God God speaks to us. Mm. If you're a believer and you felt like the Holy Spirit tug on you, or you felt God speak to you, yeah, you you have a choice still to follow. You still have a choice whether or not you're going to act on that. You could be mad subtle with it, and if you don't act on it, He gives you like the ability. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into theology, whatever free will. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you have the ability to act in your life. You can make, yeah. you, you can make choices. So I felt like, like so, so much of this stuff that we're doing right now is faith is really involved and in, in not doubting and, and not being a double mind is yeah. like really essential for alignment. Um, not to say you can't question or you don't have to know everything that's going to unfold, but like if you're yeah. going to the source and, and part of my issue is like not, you know, it was a lot of it was me trying to work out things in my own mind logically yeah. instead of coming to the source of like all things that are good for my life 
mm. and, and thinking of things in a Kairos way, keep wrapping it back together. But like, Do it, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think for me, it's like being extremely self-aware and extremely aware of, of what God is saying and actually mm. moving in it and not, not doubting it. Um, but still teasing it out. There's still logic involved and planning mm. involved and you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's just cool that you brought that up, that question. Cause that's like really fresh for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, man. And I think the, uh, I mean like what, what that verse says is if you lack wisdom, ask for it. Right. You know, like God is the source of wisdom. Right. And so that's, that's a lot of what I'm talking about in terms of being, you know, ripe and being ready and being able to step in and be in alignment is Mm. like constantly asking God for, for wisdom. I know one of the things that's marked my last like, um, 10 years of life Mm. is, you know, was part of ripe creatives. Like we raise support. Right. And as we raise support, we're really raising like prayer support primarily. And then financial support is like a byproduct. But the number one thing I've asked people to pray for me for is to have wisdom. Yeah. Asking people to pray for me to have wisdom. Because I know if I have that and I operate in it, not just knowledge, but knowledge and action, yeah. wisdom, then I'm going to be all right. You know, mm. I'm going to be able to be where I'm supposed to be and do the things I'm supposed to do. I know for me, alignment is a really fun word because I, I would almost define it as a rhythm. Yeah. And like being in the stream you're like floating in a direction where it's almost like effortless. It's not to say it's not hard work or whatever, but you just know you're caught in it, you know, right. and yep. you're just headed in the right direction. You're not yeah. turning around trying to fight the stream, mm. which is going to be, you know, power, like exhausting and stupid to do. But when you're just like in the stream and you're going, but I would say, yeah, it comes back to intimacy. Mm. Um, you know, it comes back to like abide in the vine and you yeah, will bear yeah, yeah. much fruit. Yeah, bro. If you don't abide in the vine, which I, I've been known to do that, right? Try to like, I don't know, just live off of the old, uh, water, you know, like live off of last season's produce or something. Moldy, Uh, moldy water. Like, yeah. Like you are not gonna, you're not going to bear anything. You're Mm -hmm. certainly not going to be in alignment. You're not going to be in Kairos type of opportunities because you're not abiding. Mm. And I think that's a grace to us. I think God will often not allow us to experience fruitfulness yeah. apart from him yeah, because he oh, knows yeah. that's not good for us to find um, validation and peace without him. Right. Mm. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like he won't let things be fulfilling mm. apart from him on purpose so that we will um, be invested with him. And it's not this like egotistical girlfriend or something that's like, hey, I want you to spend time with me. Yeah. God knows that we were designed to worship him. Yeah. Like he created us to be in relationship with him. He knows that that's what we need. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. It's not that he needs something from us. He knows what we need from him. Hmm. And so he sets things up in a way where if we don't abide, we're not going to be in alignment. So that, that would be my advice around that. Yeah. Or to myself, right? This is like sitting in a mirror. Right. Um, but if I want to like, yeah, really, really live in alignment, I gotta, I gotta get with the Lord. I gotta spend time with him no and, doubt. and grow, you know, with, yeah. with that and yeah. as the center thing. Yeah. What I love about what you're saying is that it's true. What, like when we get with the Lord, what he cares about becomes what we care about. Right. You mm-hmm. can't spend time with someone like him and not, 
you know, absorb his heart, right? Right. And so what I find really interesting that I've been learning is that he is committed and invested into bearing fruit through my life. That's like what the goal is to bear fruit. Yeah. Not to promote me, right? Not to like um, bring me fame or riches or things that the world typically offers me, right? Right. Not saying those things are inherently bad by any means, but God, for some reason, is so committed to bearing fruit. And like what we talked about earlier, fruitfulness, it looks like things that that God produces, which is love, which is peace, right? Which is forgiveness, which is impact, which is generational impact, which is healing, redemption, restoration, salvation, like all these things is what God does. And so God isn't looking to do them on his own. He's looking to do them through us. Right. Yeah. So he's looking to us to be the ones to bring heaven to earth, which is insane. Right. Yeah. And so, guys, I just want to kind of move the conversation towards talking about how we can align our hearts with God's heart and how we can start to redefine success as fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How we can begin to live in such a way that we desire to bear fruit and we desire to to love people way more than we desire to just get our own success. And so I just want to even start by asking like, what are some ways that you guys see people pursuing success in more of a self-centered or unfruitful way? You know, just, I just like want to kind of throw that around. (laughs) Bro, like, I mean, that's, that's the entire, it's everything. Art and entertainment world. Right. Is, pursuing success at all costs. Yes, um, that's true, man. My, my gosh. Like, bro, look at the stuff that just got released this week. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it'll be last month by the time you hear this, but I mean, the whole Cardi B and Megan <laughs> Stallion stuff. Yeah. Like, this is insanity to me, you know? Yeah. And it's not insanity in the sense of like unexpected because yeah. that's just the way the world is. And it's nothing, it's no shade against them personally. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is what it looks like to, to pursue success at all costs. Yeah. And to go after success is clout, right? Mm-hmm. It's numbers, it's money, yeah. it's power. It's, I would say power is kind of a big concept mm-hmm. in a world of entertainment where people are willing to do anything to have this sense of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because I think we always always look back on the history and we're like, yo, why are these kings like fighting each other for territory, mm-hmm. you know, and these like frivolous types of things when we look back and it's like we do the same thing. It's just on media now, you yeah, know, right. like people are battling each other for the sake of some crown yeah, um, or throne that is imaginary, mm-hmm. but it's just based upon the number of followers you have, the number of likes you get, the number of yeah. view count. You right. know, and the amount of money in your pocket and your access to the like upper echelons of society. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, when you say, where have you seen mm-hmm. people not pursue like success as fruitfulness? Man, I feel like that's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And that's not just in art and entertainment. I'm sure it's in every sector of society, but that's just what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's I real, feel, man. Yeah. Go I ahead. feel like. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's interesting. I think it's really important to be real with yourself about what, what you're looking for in life. How do you see success? Like get real practical. Like what does that actually look like for you? 
specifically for artists. Let's just talk yeah, like let's that. Talk that. that let's yeah. talk that. <laughs> like we all have an image. We all have a, a vision of, yo, this is what success looks like. Even if we haven't really defined it yet, we see it, right? You're, you're scrolling, scrolling through Instagram and you see someone, maybe it's a painter that's, you're a painter and that painter is like, got millions of followers. Like you can't help but be like, oh, that's success, right? That's it. Um, or, you know, an artist that has millions and millions of streams, uh, artist that's selling out, you know, tours, um, a rapper that has, you know, millions of dollars, like all these things you kind of see. And I think if you don't question that, like that's all that the world is telling you success is. And I mm -hmm. think the reality is that 99% of people aren't there. You know what I mean? So it kind of creates this question of like, well, how am I ever going to be happy as an artist? How am I ever going to find fulfillment or purpose in life if the only thing that success looks like is that? Mm. How do I fit into this? And that's something that, dude, I have had to wrestle with so much as a drummer. And I know yeah. a lot of my friends that are musicians, dude, this is a big thing that we're all wrestling with. All of us, man. All my friends, it's like, we're trying to redefine redef what success looks like. And yeah. so, um, I know for me, it's been a year since getting out of college of comparing myself to other drummers, right? Feeling inadequate, feeling like embarrassed to show myself like on a stage until I'm at a higher level that other people are at. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Almost living in shame that I'm not where other people are. And so I'm going to hide away and practice hours and hours and hours a day until I can get to that level of, you know, being willing to present myself in hopes that then people will affirm me that I'm actually worth something, if that makes sense. Not to get yeah, too yeah. Dude, but what I found was once I like was just trying so, so hard, grinding harder than ever, working you know, more hours than I ever had before, waking up earlier, doing everything the world told me to be successful, right? Grinding, investing my money, listening to podcasts, like all day, every day. Dude, I was more depressed than I was, had ever been in my life. Mm. I, was, I was more sad. I was more insecure. I was like, I felt more, um, like I had such a low self-esteem, you know what I mean? Because I was so aware of what, where I wasn't and I was so addicted to the end goal, Right. I was just focusing on the end goal that probably would never happen. And the only thing I was thinking was, wow, I'm not there yet. And all that, you know, breeded was sadness, you know? Yeah, and man. it was in that moment of like real darkness that God finally, well, actually, let me tell you what I asked God. I was like, God, if you really cared about me and you gave me this gift, then mm. why am I not at a place of success right now? You know what I mean? Like your promises said, yo, you're going to, um, you know, bless those that, you know, fear you. You're, you're going to, you know, you have great plans for me. And here I am at 25 and I haven't reached that level of success that I thought I would. Right. So what's up, God? How can I trust you to get me there if you haven't really showed yourself like getting me there, you know, by right. now? And dude, that right there was when he told me, Joshua, I define success totally differently. Mm. Right. I define success as fruitfulness. Wow. And then he said, Joshua, look back on the past 25 years of your life and tell me if you're successful now. Yeah. Dude. And it wrecked me because I realized, <laughs> holy crap, I have had such a freaking fruitful life, like insanely yeah. fruitful, dude. Mm. Like, and it's all because of God in my life. 
Right. And I, it just clicked and I was instantly set free because I realized, oh my gosh, God is not committed to investing these resources into me so that I can, you know, have all this money and be on world tours. He might, but that's not it, right? Right. It's that, yo, in every area of life, every day with every person at every show, in my relationships, in my marriage, in my music, dude, that fruit would be, you know, that I would bear fruit, right? And that he would be seen. And that people would be loved and people would experience Jesus. And let me tell you what, dude, since he redefined success for me, man, I feel so content. I feel so fulfilled. I feel like I'm walking my purpose because I finally see the value in what I'm doing. Right. right? Where I can play a show for 30 people and I feel so fulfilled and so um, like I'm living in my purpose. And I feel so like what I'm doing is worth something and it's meaningful and impactful. So man, that's just a little bit of how God has kind of switched everything for me. And I hope it's encouraging, man, for people that are listening and are just kind of judging themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. and are just like, dang, I'm not where I want to be. What's up? Where is God in this? Mm -hmm. Man, I just would encourage you to look back on your life and see where God has legit used you and freaking just get pumped about that because that's amazing. And that's where real joy and real fulfillment is found for real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I just, I just want to say, man, I feel like this is so on time right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Like, so even you naming, like I could do a show for 30 people and you like find contentment in that. I think a lot of people that are artists right now are really struggling. Oh yeah. They can't even do a show for 30 people. That's true. Oh man. That's a whole right. They're doing a show for a camera Mm -hmm. or a phone with a number up in the corner. Yeah. Right. And they want to find hope in the number that's in the corner. Oh mm-hmm. Lord. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. if that number goes up, I did good. If it mm-hmm. goes down, this wasn't worth it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And dude. it's like, nah, if you, if you're in alignment, right. Mm-hmm. If you're in this Kairos mentality, if you're, you know, abiding in the vines, so you bear much fruit. Yeah. You can enjoy. Exactly, man. The moment that you're in and be faithful with the moment and mm-hmm. do the best you possibly can whether mm. that number is a one yeah, yeah, or yeah. In a million, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're not, you're not worried about the who's on the other side of the screen yeah, watching yeah. you. You're worried about them in the sense that you want their like heart to be impacted. Yeah. You're not worried about the number. You're not worried about success in that yeah. way. You're just yeah. focused on doing what you're doing. Yep. You're, you know? you're, and your fruitfulness in that scenario is completely shifted in it. You're, you're sowing seeds of like eternal fruit. Oh real. yeah. Like even even the baseline humility. Yeah, yeah. Baseline humility being like man, one person could be in the stream and if it if it if it's meaningful for them, yeah. Like that is if they catch what I'm experiencing in in, in God, like that's worth it. That seed sown that that can yeah. that can actually uh turn into fruit that lasts for real. Totally. And yo, I, it's definitely I'm all about like having a live stream that has 8 million people watching hundred like, percent. That's dope. Let's go. Like, that's totally fine. That's amazing. Yeah. But I think what's real y'all is that you have to, you have to play out scenarios in your head and you have to think which one would you prefer? And you know, it might change, but you could, and let's just go back to a real show. You could play a live show for at a sold out arena. Right. And the moment the show is over, you are escorted out by security. You know what I'm saying? You're, 
pushed away from all the fans because there's like literally hundreds of thousands of people trying to get in the green room. You're locked away back there and you're just kind of like waiting for people to leave. And then you're going to put on a freaking hoodie and sunglasses and then kind of trail away to the tour bus and you're not going to see anyone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, yo, you could just play, you could maybe put on your own show at a local, you know, venue and get a hundred people local out to your show, 50 people local out to your show and literally connect on a personal level one-on-one with every single person off the show after the show right you know what i'm saying and really connect and form like real connections and real relationships with people um and in those two situations like yo we have to remember that real joy and real contentment is not found in the destination it's found in the experiences that you have along the way on the journey. That's really where it's at, man. Life is just a bunch of experiences. So dude, enjoy the little stinking mundane experiences, right? Yeah. And don't miss out on that because you're so obsessed with getting to the top. Right. Because you're going to get to the top and realize, dang, what the heck, man? This is yeah. not really what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you man. Know? And, if you, and if you do get to the top, that's because God has you there and has exactly. your music is supposed to reach millions and millions and millions. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and that's great. And your, your joy is still not found in that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. Either way, yeah. man, if it's about fruitfulness, you will gladly receive the huge $8 million show. Or, you know, right. yeah. yeah. And yeah. you'll gladly receive the little coffee house gig. Because right. you see the benefit of both. But yeah. either one, you're going to be just all jacked up on the thought that man i can really impact people i can really so good and that's and you can have fun either way so man yeah it's so liberating too right there's a lot of freedom yeah because it's not about you anymore at all fruitfulness you you see that i can actually bear no fruit apart from him (laughs) so you are truly slightly insignificant you know it's really like dude you don't got to take yourself so seriously you know what i'm saying yeah you don't have to stress about how am I going to promote it and how, how am I going to make my image perfect for you know, social media. You can relax a little bit and you can still do those things in excellence and have a fun time with it. Yeah. But if you just get to relax and not take yourself so seriously and realize unless God shows up, dude, I am not doing anything meaningful unless God freaking shows up in my life. Yeah. And so that trust and just being willing to give up and surrender to him, man, you get to live in freedom and peace um and joy you know what i mean and not having to focus so much on yourself and just getting it dude i love that that the fact that it's not about you because that's like that's so real man because like think if you think about the illustration like on he's the vine where the branch is like Mm -hmm. we're not bearing fruit for ourselves oh no you're the branch the branches don't eat their own fruit like the fruits for other people amen it's (laughs) not about you the people around you and like yeah if you're if you're in if you're around a bunch of other people too, you're going to enjoy their fruit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and people are going to come along the way and mm. it, it's going to be great. But like, it's so not about you, come on, man. <laughs> but you get the joy of being connected to the vine. You get Absolutely. like that, that whole, like you're nourished. Yeah. You're nourished. You have everything you could possibly need to live and bear fruit. Mm. Come on, man. Other people get to enjoy the fruit. That's good, man. Come on. I just had something kind of, hilarious happened to me the other night that I'll share to kind of end up the, in the conversation. Um, yeah, man, the Lord's always kind of teaching me fun lessons, man. Like (laughs) I have, uh, I'm thankful recently this past year to be playing more shows in which are, you know, they're for more people and I've been getting more money. Hallelujah. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so like I've experienced some of the feelings of walking off the stage and getting handed a nice check that you feel real good about. You know what I'm saying? Juicy, yeah. Juicy check. And like, and, and I've experienced the actual emotions of playing, you know, bigger shows. And, and let me tell you what, it's amazing. I love it. Legitimately. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it brings me to life. It jacks me up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also I see the fruitfulness in that. You know what I mean? And like, I've, I've been able to, connect with so many people across the country after shows and like stayed connected with them. And like one of the, my favorite things about like being a musician that travels and like meets people is like being able to have those relationships throughout the year when I'm not like on the road or something. And I still text people or call people that I met in Minnesota or something. Like yeah. that's so fun to me. Like life is just 10 times better because of the people that I meet along the way. Right. Yeah. But the other day, um, both of y'all know this. I, I just did a stupid live stream. <laughs> dumb dumb live stream bro it was amazing dumb but yo if i can be real I'm not it was late if i can be real i'm not joking i not to get too spiritual but i really felt a lot of how god leads me is that i just kind of have a feeling that i should do something yeah just like a feeling i, I just want to encourage people man it's not that spiritual sometimes like i don't really think i've ever heard god's voice but i i have a very strong sense of Ooh, I should just try this. Ooh, I should do this. Yeah, yeah. And so if you are one of those people, just always do it. Always do it. But before I get on the live stream, low key, I'm feeling like really nervous. But mm -hmm. it's stupid because the only thing I was doing, guys, was playing literally pop music. <laughs> Dua Lipa. And just like dancing. <laughs> like that's literally all I was doing. Like it's just like having a blast. But I got mad anxious and nervous. And like, dude, what are people going to think of me? This is kind of dumb. Like, who do I think I am? Like, this is stupid. Or like, yeah. this is literally pointless. Like, I even thought that, like, this is so stupid. Why are you even doing this? You know what I yeah. mean? And so I get on and I do my little thing. And I like, you know, it's just playing this Dua Lipa song over and over and over and over <laughs> um, until Facebook shut it down because of copyright reasons, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, dead up. Um, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Like yeah. I had so much fun and I felt so fulfilled and I felt just so happy after. And dude, I had like three to three people actually share, share the video. And yeah. I had one per, a couple people like text me and they said, yo, legit. I was like, so, so depressed today, like dark, like in a really dark season. Wow. And legit, I watched that video and like, I'm feeling like on top of the world right now. Yeah. Like just seeing like wow. you experience that joy yeah. and like letting us into that. Yes. And these are non-believers. These are like yeah. people like really struggling. They're like, dude, I just needed that so much. Yes. And that's, a, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Like bangers. So, <laughs> dude, bangers. Like just playing stupid, sexually like provocative pop songs. Yeah. Right? Like legitimately. Yeah, yeah. But, but loving it and showing your passion and really believing that, man, stepping out and like just doing something as silly as that can yeah. really be fruitful. And it yes. just showed me like legitimately, I, I saw the value in that just as much as I saw the value in playing the show for thousands of people and getting a fat check. Yes. Both of those things brought me such joy and such a level of um, contentment and right. purpose and because people at the end of the day, guys, it's all about people, man. It's all about people's souls. It's all about people's lives. It's all, all about, like what Dan said, offering your fruit to someone else, offering your joy to someone else. Dude, you know what I'm saying? That's it. I was giving it out, baby. That. A bushel of oh. fruit, just giving it out. Bro. Give it out. Um, Dude, that, that's how I felt. I know I, I, we were texting a little bit that night and I was like, like, that's how I felt too, man. Like, 
I received the joy that you Praise were experiencing, God, like rocking out to music. Like I, my mood changed that Praise night. God, for real. I was like laughing, having so much fun. Um, and yeah, dude, that's so real. And I think part of it too, like all comes together. Like you were in alignment in that mm. moment. You were being yourself. Yeah, like, You yeah. weren't doubting it at all, dude. You're like, yeah, I got that feeling. I got to mm. do this. I'm mm. going to go. I'm just going to go in. And that, and that came through, through the screen mm. for real. Like you were just being yourself, having fun, rocking out, like dancing with the music. Yeah. And like, it was <laughs> like, I never understood the like DJ live streams really. Like uh-huh. I'm not against it or anything, but like, I never like got into any, but this was, I was like into it, bro. That's so good. I don't bro. even listen to that music. Like, <laughs> That's you were, fun, man. You are making yo, yo, bro. <laughs> bro, <laughs> Praise yeah. God, man. Praise You're God. You're literally <laughs> making me a fan of Dua Lipa. So that's Dude, she's fruit. amazing. Oh, Praise God, dude. <laughs> Praise God, man. That's so good. That's awesome. It all comes back to her, you know? <laughs> it all comes back to Dua. Guys, honestly, though, Dua Lipa Pretty Please is legitimately the greatest song of 2020. Dua Lipa Pretty Please, check it out. It will change check you. It <laughs> <laughs> it's Man, funny because... Uh, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. So many people, like... It was hilarious. When I first got on, they were like, yo, Josh is about to promote his music. Like, yo, you're going to drum? Like, what's good? And, like, literally, I'm using my platform to promote an already, like, <laughs> yeah, such a know. famous pop star. Like, she's, like, top of the world. I'm like, she, like, doesn't need her. your help at all. Oh, I'm like, dude, check her out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Not, like, an like, indie artist. No local artist. Like, literally the most popular, like, UK <laughs> pop singer. Right. She's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I was listen dying. I'm like, literally. Listen yeah. to the snare. Listen to the snare. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. Like, look, bro. How, look how good the music is when you have $2 million for one track. <laughs> that is good luck, enough. guys. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like, literally, try, try to measure to this standard. <laughs> this is all I like. That's very I'm funny. not going to promote your local music until you're on this level. No, literally. Yo, that's awful, bro. That's <laughs> awful. I'm just playing. I'm that's like, completely kidding. We're literally. <laughs> like, that's mad funny. But get on that yeah. level. One yeah, story yeah. that um, I'm not going to bring up now, but I, I really think we should share sometime. Yeah, is Yellow Tour stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so the the crew went on a tour. What was that? Last fall, two falls ago. Two falls ago. Two mm. falls ago, Dang. to a bunch of different colleges, and we got to share that story sometime because I think it exemplifies what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes, and I wonder if even this is going to be a common theme of the podcast yes where like the little things matter just as much as the big things come on man um and when you're faithful with a little god ultimately usually typically blesses you more you know and so i think what josh is even talking about being faithful with a sunday night Mm -hmm. two hour period randomly on facebook live Mm -hmm. throwing out this random music dancing having joy it mattered just as much as anything else he's seen himself do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what it's all about. It's about being faithful to the moment. It's about yeah. Kairos. God, how could you use this moment to impact people's lives? Come on, man. Um, uh, one of the you know old school prayers in uh, Roman Catholicism was just like, come Holy Spirit. You know, this invitation, Holy Spirit, come now. Um, my buddy, Chris Cab, one of his favorite things to pray is just like, Lord, your, your kingdom come, your will be done, like in this moment as mm-hmm. it is in heaven. Um, if he walks into a coffee shop, he's like in this coffee shop as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And a willingness that engaged yeah. to abide in the moment yeah. for the purpose of bearing much fruit. And that fruit might be praying for somebody and they get healed. Yeah, yeah. Level craziness. Oh, yeah. Right. It might be like smiling to the barista, asking an extra question 
yeah. asking how they're doing and might even say something that brings them to a place of, of, of um, restoration or rest yeah, yeah, yeah. in their yeah. soul, you know, because they were cared for in a way that nobody else cared for them that day. Right. But Come being on. faithful with the moment. And I would just say, when you live like this, you will never be bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life That's is so an good. adventure. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. found myself in quarantine being bored and my wife has checked me hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, that's not you. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't live like that. Yeah, man. You live a life that is full and abundant. You live a right. life that that's matters so in everything that you do. The fact that you're waiting to get back to Philly to get back with your boys to like have mm-hmm. fun again, you know, like she's like, that's that's wrong. Like, that's mm-hmm. not that's so really true. true. Man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't get to Philly and then be fulfilled. Yeah, you need yeah. to find fulfillment where you are. You need to be faithful with what you have. Come on. And um, yeah, so I, I feel this, man. I feel the the times when I've been out of it, a lot of things like boredom, stuff like that mm-hmm. pops up. Whenever I'm in it, man, it's like, it's a joy. It's an adventure. That's yeah, good. Bro. Every single step of the way. So I, I think we got to live right. We got to stay. Stay right, baby. Stay right. right. Stay Come on. Right. Come on. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Dan, is there anything you want to say? Before we tune off. Nah, just stay right. Stay, stay right, right, baby. baby. <laughs> I just wanted to check in on that front. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is episode four. Um, we would love to get feedback from you guys. One of the things we do have, not to like try to get famous, <laughs> but coming in ripe, if you at coming in ripe on Instagram, uh, you can actually interact with us. You can drop comments. You yeah, can yeah. find out what our personal page handles are and get in contact with us. We would love mm-hmm. to engage with you especially whenever something is helpful, beneficial, um, or even if you have suggestions, Hey, I Mm -hmm. think it'd be fun if you guys talk about this. We are totally open to that. Um, we don't want to just be these three guys sitting around talking with one another. We want to be engaged with you. And so if you're here, if you're a listener, thank you so much. Please engage yeah, with man. us so we can we can build with you as well. Um, please follow us. And as always, stay right. Yeah.